Welcome to a new episode of NY Jets Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, a Jets Fans Podcast, and also y'all can follow us on Facebook. Um, search NY Jets Fans on the group, Jets Fans Only, and we will, uh, myself and Kyle, will welcome y'all with open arms. Um, as we come to y'all with a new episode, half the season is over. Um, Kyle, how you feeling, man? What's going on? As I'm doing good, bro. Um after you know saying definitely uh exciting sunday of football and with the surprising uh showing from mr uh mr uh mike white so yeah yeah i mean it's that that, um performance speaks for itself you know so right now that's it i'm i'm in pretty good spirits (laughs) man um i don't think no fan actually expected this type of performance. And I know we, our score predictions was totally wrong. We did not, we did not expect a a really true high scoring game for one. And for two, I think, I think we really need to, to get into, um, to, you know, like deep conversation about what we have saw from, um, Mike White and his performance in order to, um, for the Jets to win this game. Um, if you want to, Kyle, go right ahead. Give us some deep, deep, um, deep detail what you saw from Mike White. Um, to be quite honest, uh, to to say, and this is to speak on the details, the details is real simple. You know, he went out there and executed and took what pretty much the, you know, the defense gave him. You know, there was a lot mm-hmm. of um, check down passes where, you know, he was hitting, he was hitting the backs, you know, coming out the backfield, you know, um, Michael Carter had one of his best days as a Jet. Uh, yes. You know, um, Ty Johnson, you know, someone who, you know, I I feel should get more touches, but the touches that he did get this week, you know, he made them count. So, mm-hmm. you know, outside of, you know, the two interceptions, like one, one interception. Um, I'll, I'll put on him for that, which was the, uh, which was the, the first one, one, right? Yeah, to uh, Crowder. That's mm-hmm. it. That one, that one was more on him. Uh, I think he forced, you know, the issue a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. trying to get the ball in there. Um, the second one, that one to me was more of a fluke play. Because the ball, you know, hits Carter in the helmet, pops up in the air, and the linebacker literally makes a shoestring interception grab to get the ball. So, like, to me, that was one of those freak of nature type plays where you just got to say, okay, you know, and throw your hands up and, and say that's, you know, and just take it for what happened. You know, but other than that, you know, the guy completed 82% of his passes. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, Mac, there's nothing. Numbers. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing really too much to, you know, to say about that. You know, the, the numbers speak for themselves. And, you know, the fact that we were able to do it against um, a team that just dominated the, the Ravens last week, you know, also mm-hmm. speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, I, 
I just want to say um, shout out to that defense for making that stand. Um, shout out to Denzel Mims and Elijah Moore for the stop on uh, Bates because it should have been a pick six, but they stopped him at the one. And shout out for that defense for that stand, man. Um, it spoke volume. It, just, it spoke for itself. And I I think from White, you Mems got involved. Crowder got involved. All of these um, Croft. All of them, like at least I'm gonna say close to or at 10, what 10 different receivers, like receivers, running backs, they all got involved. And we saw, and you know, just like Salah said, if you, you know, if you can make those boring, them boring type plays, you know, you can do anything. And we saw it from Mike White. And this, and it was only his first career start, but it was a hell of a performance, you know. And also, shout out to Bryce Hall on uh, shutting down Chase. I know that I know it's not easy because Chase is is that guy, but yeah, shout out, shout out the hall for that uh for the shutdown. You know, he only he didn't get like what did he get 32 yards. Yeah. I said I, I Hall definitely I said did a good job for the most part. Um I think he did give up that touchdown to Boyd, but that was yeah. more of a broken play. You know what I mean? Like because they didn't contain, they didn't get contained on a Burrow and he, you know, he rolled out and the wide receiver just switched directions on him, you know, mm-hmm. to go the opposite way. So that would have been a tough, you know, play to cover anyway. But for the most part, there, I, you know, I have no complaints about um, Hall. I he did he did exactly what I expected him to do. I expected him to play well. Yeah, um, and also, and also, just like I said, when when you don't see C.J. Mosley, it seems like that defense is discombobulated. It's very important to have to have a guy like C.J. Mosley on that defense, you know, and it and it's and it spoke loud for itself. Yes, they gave up thirty-one points, and we expect Joe Burrow and and the crew to get they to get their rounds off, you know, but. At at the end, which I which I really gonna do? Shout out to Shaq Lawson on the in, interception. Finally got an interception, um, <laughs> but but you know it. But that interception counted. It helped Mike White and that team out. Um, the defense shut them down. You know to, oof. It was it was one of those games, Kyle, where I we thought it should have been a loss, but at the same time, like. What what can you really say? Like what, like what can we really say here? It's it's Halloween, and, <laughs> yeah. and the Jets is playing like <laughs> like a good like a good winning football team, and you know, and and I had spoke to somebody on Twitter earlier, um, and I told them twenty years ago, if if you're a Jet fan, you remember, um, Blesso got. Knocked out by Mo Lewis. Brady come in and look at Brady now. He's a Super Bowl champion. And I know we're not supposed to talk about this now, but what if what if Mike White does perform well against the Colts coming up this Thursday? What what does that mean for Zach Wilson? That means do that mean that we we put him back in immediately after the Colts game, or do you just uh, vibe with Mike White, you know, and, and play week by week? Yeah, I would, I'm definitely um, of the mindset that you have to let, you know, Mike White ride this out. And the reason why I say that is it's less it's less about um, Zach than it is about building an asset. Because if Mike White 
goes out there and balls out, you now have an asset that if you really want to say, okay, well, you know, obviously, um, you know, to have this mindset of uh, Zach being the, you know, the future and, you know, who he has them on the contract for X amount of years because I think um, White's only on the contract for one year. Mm-hmm. I think he becomes a, a restricted free agent, you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the season. But yeah. at that point, if he balls out, you can then put a first round um, uh, tender on him to be like, okay, if anybody wants him, you have to get a, a first round pick to, you know, to sign him. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's like that's, that's a little bit of, you know, possibly extreme, but you never know based on how he plays, you know. So Correct. I'm saying I would say just on that premise alone, you have to let him play because the better he plays, the better it is for us to even if we don't keep him for the compensation that we would get for letting him go. But it, but just in my opinion, if Mike White does play good. And it kind of surprises us that that we make some type of win streak run. That I don't I don't know. Like like the first round tender sounds sounds good, but at the same time, like what I know Zach Wilson is thirty five million dollars guaranteed, but do you but do you take that risk and still go with the the young with the franchise quarterback Zach Wilson or? Or is this, or you know, or do you go with the the one the one year guy and see what happens with him? This is this is this is this is kind of very hard. Like I said, I don't, I just, I I want the Jets to do it the right way. You know, I still I still love Zach Wilson, but at the same time, if Mike White really does good like he did against the Bengals, which was um the number one team in the AFC, which which says a lot, you know, and you could do that for the rest of the season, then why, why, you know, why not, you know, <laughs> find a way to keep him. you know, he's restricted, but you know, you got to find a way to keep, keep the guy that's hot. Yep, I said, I, I would have no problems with them, you know, making, making provisions to, you know, to keep him on the, you know, keep him on the team, you know, say he's still young. Uh, and, Let's say worst case scenario, he does win the job and like wins it outright because he's just played that well, right? Right. And let's say we get, you know, five years out of him, right? Right. That still puts Zach at 26 if you want to bring him in and keep him in and start him. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that would that would be him five years of studying the offense to then be like, okay, you know, now it's your show. So at twenty six, right. at twenty six, he can easily play ten years. You know, with the you know health health being an issue, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you- yeah, I'm 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 totally fine with them finding a way to keep. Uh, uh, white. If you know, if he does turn out to be this um, this QB phenom, <laughs> you know me. Yeah. Um, and he should be AFC uh player of the week. He definitely deserved it. Four hundred yards. Um, you got Crowder with ninety five receiving yards. Crowder with eighty four. Uh, Johnson, Ty Johnson, seventy one. 
Um, Eliza Moore, 67. Even Denzel Mims got involved, 30. Um, Keelan Cole, 25. Croft, 20. Barrios got involved. Um, Jeff Smith, even uh, even Griffin, Ryan Griffin got involved a little bit. You know, like, that's, what is it, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. Yeah, 10 different receivers, yeah. That, that is crazy. Like, when, like, we haven't saw it not one time from uh, Wilson this season. We... It's it's crazy, you know, and we talked about this in the offseason that that these guys and this is without Corey Davis. These guys have really potential. They're not a number one receiver, but these guys have real potential of, you know, getting their yards and getting the job done. Yep, they, they absolutely do. Uh, that's something that, you know, I said from earlier, like it doesn't matter. Like to me. I felt that we had enough talent. I know people were, you know, screaming in the offseason, like, you know, saying that like Corey Davis wasn't enough. You know what I mean? But I I felt that the the group of people that we had together would have mm. been, you know, would have been the, you know, a good chemistry of wideouts, you know, for us to actually do something. So Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about what's what's what we saw in that game. So now people can stop, you know, crying. Oh, we don't have talent. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we, we have people. We have people that can that can step in. And if they do their job, you know, efficiently, not even great. They don't even have to be great. At it. They do their job efficiently because that's to me, that's what this week game was. It was right. pretty much an efficient game where you didn't try to do too much. You took what the defense gave you and, you know, White gave um, opportunities to, to put the guy, the the ball in these guys' hands in open space and said, okay, work. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, you're right. Um, oh, yeah, Zuniga got his uh, first first career sack. <laughs> we are, we are forgotten. We forgot about him, Kyle. I'm not going to lie to you. I really forgot about him. I forgot we had him. <laughs> but it's good to see him out there, Quentin Williams with another sack. Um, Rankins, Rankins doing this thing as well. Um, shout out to Rankins, and just shout out to that. Just shout out to the whole team. It was a it was a great team effort. Um, so I, I guess I guess we could talk about the trade that just recently happened. Um, I guess I guess Van Roten is out of there. The Jets picked up the um, the Chiefs guard uh, Lawrence. From from the Chiefs, uh, yeah, they picked him up for what the tight end Dan Brown. So, yeah, um, what do you think Brown. about the trade, Kyle? Uh, as I said, I'm definitely fine with the trade. And to me, I think here's the thing. Uh, I think it was more so done based on the fact of um, you know the injuries we have. You know, Beckton is out. And I'm not sure how long Fant's going to be out for. So at the end of the day, we're we're looking for, you know, they're probably looking for death. You know what I mean? I don't think this was done to immediately replace anybody that's currently on the line. But just to, if anything, maybe rotate the person in and see just how well they do, you know? Right. Um, just, just in my opinion, I, you know, you know, just in my opinion, we'll, We'll see what happens. I mean, you know, Joe Douglas is 
found a ways to still trying to protect the quarterback and trying to make things happen. You know, um, last week, fire Joe Douglas. You know, it was <laughs> people was over there chanting and acting crazy. You know, you got to give you got to give him his credit. He trying to rebuild this team and it's not going to be easy. You know, yeah. uh, I was say, speaking of um, Joe Douglas. Um, I just ran across something from uh, Connor Hughes on his Twitter saying that uh, Joe Douglas is on the same, I guess, on the same path as what Salah was saying in terms of the whole Mike White and Wilson situation, saying that we'll cross that bridge when we get there. So, <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, I, I guess at this point, if if Mike White is winning, you know, you got to keep him in there. And if Zach, you know, and if Zach comes back and he finally does you know make that improvement then you keep them but at the same time you know you got to go you got to go with what's what's you know what's keeping y'all hot you know so shot like i said shout out to joe douglas shout out to Salah for not for not saying you know that's that's our guy immediately but they're going to play it week by week so um now that i said that let's 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 uh preview the Colts this thursday thursday night um what you expect and what's your predictions on the game um this honestly i i i do think and i said not even think about like what happened this week whatever i do think that's a winnable game and the reason why i say that is is more so the fact that uh we've seen what what wince can do at times like think about this past week you know it was him that pretty much cost them that game so my thing is like if our defense can really swarm, you know, swarm to the ball and and cause some um cause some havoc, I think you know that that pressure that we can we can apply can you know make wince, you know, make mistakes and somehow you know sneak out of there with the with the win. Mm. Yeah, the, the spread, the spread for this game, Kyle, is the Colts by ten point five. Yeah, that's I'm saying that's that's totally understandable, you know. But I I guess I'm looking at it, engaging at just the competition over, you know, overall, you know. Right. We we played the Titans pretty much just the same way the Colts played the Titans. It was a tight game all the way down the line, so. You know, I, I was, I'm looking at that and saying just the the style and a style of teams that we have, you know, that's that's going to be playing is is similar. So logically, I'm thinking that, you know, the outcome can be something similar where it is a back and forth type of a game. Um, but like I said, that all, you know, definitely all depends on how the game plan is going to be. You know, I think honestly, a big factor this week that helped us was the fact that Mike White was um, starting. I think that the um, I think the Bengals kind of came out thinking that the Jets were probably going to be a more run-heavy team, and we weren't. You know, right. we we definitely was passing the ball maybe a little bit more than I would have wanted, but you know, the ball was definitely you know popping this week. So I think that kind of probably messed up the the Bengals game plan a little bit in terms of um what they were expecting. All right. Exactly.
Um, so what's your predictions or what's your uh, what's your predictions for this game? Um, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go 24-20 Jets. Wow. Um, I I feel like you know you got to you. It's something that it's it's weird to see the Jets score at seven in the first drive. <laughs> so I feel like if, if they could start off hot, um, cut down on the turnovers, I feel like they, they have a chance. And I feel like Mike White is going to make his case to, to be, to be the quarterback for this team. I have the Jets winning. Um, and it's going to be a real close game. Uh, so my score will be 24, 21 Jets, very close. Um, I, yeah, I, I think Mike White is is going to be the real deal, and he's going to be this guy that we talk about for for a long while. So not a while, but every, like it's going to be a week on week. So like I said, shout out to Mike White, shout out to the shout out to the Jets for the win. We'll see what happens on Thursday because thank God we played Thursday night and it's mm-hmm. televised. So yeah, we'll definitely be checking that out. Um, let's talk about. Let's talk about these trades. Uh, Von Miller got traded to the Rams. Um, the Broncos gave up Miller, and they will pay off nine nine million out of his nine point seven million dollar contract. So the Rams only paying seven hundred thousand um, for a second rounder and the third rounder for uh, this upcoming year draft, next year's draft. Um, how you feel about this deal, Kyle? And 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 is and are the Rams serious about winning the championship? Yeah, I, I think they're definitely um, putting all their chips on the table, you know, to try and try and make this run, you know, to get uh to get this chip this year. As I said they, it started with you know them bringing in Stafford, like they knew the type of guy that they were getting. You know, he's he's shown. Uh, over the years, you know, the caliber of quarterback he has, he's just been unfortunate to, you know, to play in Detroit, you know, his whole career. So he's getting this opportunity now with the Rams. They they have good things happening for them on both sides of the ball. So I I think this move just is, you know, just the, the dressing on something that they already had, you know, their eyes on in terms of um, getting that chip this year. Um, they're not playing games. Von, Von Miller was very hurt, but they're not they're not playing no games, man. If if the like I'm gonna say this now. Um anything under NFC championship, I know I know the playoffs is anything goes, but anything under NFC championship is is basically underachieved for them, in my opinion. They Absolutely. they got the quarterback. They got the they got Von Miller. They got the defense. I know they running. I know they running this, uh, but at the same time, Stafford Stafford does doesn't mean much. He got he got the he got the weapons, and they they got the team to make it happen. So anything under NFC Championship is is basically underachieved, and they would have to look at themselves and ask themselves why they 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 wasted all that money. Wasted all that money and all them draft picks just to not just to not um achieve that that one goal. So 
yeah, just um, shout out to the Rams. That was that was a hell of a move from them. Just in my opinion, hell of a move. Wasn't expecting it at all. Mm. Yeah. So keeping with the Rams, uh, I just saw that they uh they let go of Deshaun. Yeah. Also, forgot to talk about that too. Uh, they got rid of Deshaun Jackson. They kind of didn't need him, to be honest with you. They got yeah. Woods. They got Woods, and they got Cup, and they they're gonna find ways. To, uh, staff is gonna find ways to get to get the wide receiver the ball. It doesn't matter if it's Cup, Woods, or anybody else. Yeah. He's gonna find ways to get them give um get you the ball. So um I guess Jackson felt like it didn't matter. Um I I can see I can see Jackson going to a um a team that 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 needs his presence, but not too much, you know. I don't know where he could go to at this point. Yeah, um yeah, I'm kind of on the fence of on where his services can be um where his services can be uh can be used uh like to me like his his he's in a situation where kind of like where like A B was you know what I mean mm-hmm. like A B was you know on the outside looking in and went to a perfect situation with um teaming up with Brady you know I I, I would think you know something like that would happen to him so should happen to him you know so maybe maybe a Green Bay type of situation. Um, I, could, I could see that, but but Green Bay is good. Uh, yeah. Even though they lost a tight end for the rest of the season, but I think Green Bay is good. I can, yeah, I think the Steelers still need help, to be honest with you. Uh, the Steelers is weird. Like, I don't understand how, <laughs> I don't understand how that, you know, from an offensive standpoint, I, I don't know. <laughs> like really? Like how did how did Juju turn to trash like so quickly? Like this that doesn't make no sense. Oof. I guess Antonio Brown was right. <laughs> I, I I have no idea. Like it's so like the NFL is, to me is so weird because you could you could have one good season and they and you could think that you're a star and then all of a sudden like a year or two later, like like everything could just go down, and then and then your fans could forget about you and and say you know get rid of you or even people in general like us because just say what the hell happened? We saw the potential and you just basically shot down. Yeah, it's just so it's so weird. The NFL is so weird, but so great at the same time. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at all. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so the Steelers trade uh, Melvin Ingram to the Chiefs in exchange for a six-round pick. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find some more. Um, Texans, they got rid of their running pass, uh, the young pass rusher, Charles. Ooh, Charles Omeniu to the 49ers in exchange for a future late rounder. Um, I, guess, I guess the 49ers needed something late. Um, I didn't really, other than that, I really didn't hear much. Other other than those two, I think it was like one more, I think. And I think oh, oh yeah, and also Deshaun Watson did not get traded. Um that they, they did have talks with Miami, but after Watson's case, nobody didn't want Watson and and basically um the owner wanted to get rid of him today, but the GM Nick Cassie Nick Casario 
said no. Um, he wants three first rounders and still think he's going to get that in the offseason. Is that possible to still get three first rounders for Watson, or is that is that going to die down? And he and he should just go get whatever he needs to get. Um, it's this like this. We we all know that for the most part, he is worth three first rounders for the type of talent that he is. That being said, it's going to weigh heavy on however this situation, you know, his outside situation gets handled. You know, how quickly, how smoothly, you know, all this gets addressed. Uh, that's going to play big on whether, you know, teams are going to look to decide on whether or not they're going to um, uh, take a chance on him and, you know, uh, bring him in. Right. Um, sure. I mean, Watson, oh, man, this is so sad. Watson got to go through this. But at the same time, you know, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta get something for this, because what, what, if, what if they don't want to give you the three first rounders? Because we don't even know if this case is gonna end next year. You know, what if the case don't end next year and they say, oh, we still need another year? Like it shouldn't even been, it shouldn't even take this long to be honest with you. But that's what that's what's going on right now, and if it takes too long but they want him, I feel like, you know, you got to get what you can. Even if you get two first rounders, that's still, you get two first rounders and maybe, maybe a starter, you know, like you're still winning. You're still, you're still winning, you know? So I don't know, like you got to get what you can because it seems like this case is not going to be over no time soon. So get what you can. Um, Boston is still going to do his thing and, and he couldn't he couldn't be on the exempt list neither. So I just didn't understand why they just didn't get rid of him and try, you know, try to at least get two first rounds. I know Watson's side talent is up there, but you but in this case and scenario, you can't you can't afford to get something that you that you can't get right now. Yeah, definitely understand that. Yeah, so you know, we'll we'll see we'll see in the off season if the if the case works out for Watson, then I could see I could I could see a better deal. But right now, it's yeah, it's too early, and I don't I don't see nothing happening right now. So it's very sad. Um, also, I want to say, um, you know, rest in peace to the to the victim, basically Henry Ruggs, uh, is charged in a DUI. Um, one person died. And he probably in this possibility he could face up to 20 years. Um, I know we just talked about this, Kyle, but um, uh, you can let the people know how how you uh, how you saw it, how you could kind of saw it happening um, to rugs, and it's no no say. But you know when you when you get drafted in the NFL, like you know, like basically, especially at a high top top pick like you you you're basically kind of a star but you but you're not and you know sometimes you got to make decisions you know whether it's good or you know you got to make smarter decisions basically yeah absolutely you know like to me just to me like before he got drafted it you know and stuff just stuff that he was doing it he seemed i don't i don't know if the maturity level you know, was present when I was looking at him, just how his behavior was. 
um, which leads to something like this, you know, being irresponsible and, you know, being behind the wheel in a, you know, in a compromised state. So, you know, it's, it's definitely unfortunate for so, in so many aspects because, you know, you have a loss of life and, you know, I'm not sure who, who the person is and how old or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's still a loss of life and you never know what type of impact that lost life could have had, you know, in the world. Mm -hmm. And then you look at it from his side where he was in a situation where, you know, he could have changed the lives of a lot of people if he would have just had the maturity to understand, okay, there's just certain things you need to do and, you know, you know, to maintain your status, you know, you know, from thinking about it like this, like forever, like his family, his family is going to be affected. You know what I mean? Because of the mistake that he made. So, yeah, that's, that's where, you know, that's where, you know, it's a sad thing. You just have to, under, and, you know, in this time, these times where, you know, where people, you know, society, you know, really, uh, how should I say, they really promote, you know, this whole YOLO type of lifestyle, you know, you only live once type <laughs> of lifestyle. And it's like, yeah, you do, but at the end of the day, you still need to make, you know, sound decisions when you're living this life. So, you know, hopefully, you know, peace of mind and, and everything comes as quickly as possible to both sides and, you know, just uh, hopefully it's going to be a lesson for others to just, you know, just be mindful of your actions. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, it's just very sad. It has to go go down like this. Um, Ruggs was actually doing decent. Um, even though he only had 24 catches, he had 470 uh receiving yards and only two touchdowns. But he he was doing he was doing he was actually doing all right this season. And um, and it's sad that his career had to, to end up like this. But and he's very young. He was only in the second season, and you know, it's just very sad. I remember, oh my God, Kyle! Could you imagine if he was on the Jets? You remember Gaze wanted him, but yeah. Joe Douglas was like no, and and when the drafted Becky. Yep. Oh my God, Kyle! Could you imagine if he was on the Jets? Do you know how much? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm just thinking about this now, and I'm like, imagine if we if they really would have drafted uh, Henry Ruggs, and he was in this situation now. Yeah. <laughs> We yeah, we would have gotten a lot of bashing, <laughs> a lot of bashing, bro. And I, and I don't even want to think about it. But um, hopefully, you get yourself some help, uh, rugs, and and you know and that's about it, man. But um, let's let's review our, our week eight games. Uh, Packers. No, I was gonna say actually before we get onto that, there's one more move that happened that I was really surprised about. Uh, that's uh Green Bay let go of Jalen Smith. Oh yeah we I forgot about that. Thank you for reminding yeah. me. Um should, do you think the Jets should 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 try to give him a shot or you do you think he should go to another team? Honestly like I said I don't I don't know if we should touch him just on the premise of 
he got released twice. Like, what? I don't understand what could possibly be going on with him. You know, that he's not sticking with teams. You know, Dallas let him go. Green Bay let him go. He was apparently he was a healthy scratch this past weekend. So I don't right. know if there's something going wrong with him. You know, personally, that he's just not um, in the mindset to play football the way teams need him to. So. I don't know if I would even consider him an option in any capacity right now based off of that. I, I agree because I, I'm looking at the stats from the Green Bay game and I don't see his um and I don't see his name not not on here. So it might be something wrong with him. Um man, yeah, but I, I agree with you. I don't think the Justice touched him. Also, I forgot about Calvin Ridley. Um I thought some prayers is with you, man. I don't know what's going on in your situation, but we we hoping that you you come back to football very soon and um and prayers you know prayers to you, brother. Many blessings. Um, yeah, but other than that, yeah, I don't know about Smith. We'll we'll you know we'll we'll figure out where he signs to, and hopefully he'll get he'll finally get the play because I don't even see him on these stats. But speaking but speaking of the Packers, the Packers actually. Won the game against the the Cardinals, twenty four to twenty one. Yeah, that I was kind of surprised at that, but then I also realizing that um, you know that they lost, you know, from the defensive side they lost Watt, so that's that was a big blow for, you know, for Arizona, and as you see, it was it was a pretty defensive game for the fact that the score was um. What seventeen to fourteen? So yeah. Oh no, it was um. My sorry, it was um twenty four twenty one. Yeah, but I mean, it was it was still a good defensive game until um. I think it was I think it was the fourth quarter, and then that's when they started letting letting off shots. But you know, Aaron Rodgers still got the job done without um Devontae Adams and uh Lizard. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely uh I said it was it was a good game for them, but as at the end of the day, uh Kyler Murray, you know, he 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 pretty much dropped the ball the time, you know, and said he he finished with uh two interceptions and no touchdowns. So mm-hmm. that, that that's probably your your biggest factor in uh you know in all this. Even though I know that last that last interception was kind of crazy because it looked like yeah. Green had no clue that the ball was going to him. Like, <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was an interesting way how that, that kind of ended. Yeah. I think I would have been pissed off. <laughs> no, honestly, I think I would have been pissed off. Um, yeah. I mean, but but I think what matters the most too is uh, Kyler Murphy injury, his left ankle injury. Um, I don't think he's. I don't know if he's going to play this week. Um, sir. But at the same time, it looked like it was miscommunication from AJ Green. But it was a hell of an interception, though. You know, <laughs> the Packers got the win, and it was a much needed win for them. But, yeah, um, it was a hell of a game, though. It was a great Thursday night game, so shout out to both teams for that. Um, Panthers barely beat the Falcons 19-13. to And I think Darnold got injured, too, at the same time. And he, and he was playing, and he had a bad game again. Yeah, this 
I don't understand. Like the the Falcons should have absolutely, you know, had their way with 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 Carolina, especially the way it, um you know that you know the um Panthers offense has been playing these past couple of weeks. But um I don't know for whatever reason, Maddie I melted in, in at home because <laughs> yep, you know, 146 total yards. Like that's that's crazy to think that. You know, Ryan, that's the type of numbers Ryan put up at home, you know. But um, <laughs> but I guess, you know, having having, you know, being shorthanded a little bit, you know, kind of played into that. Um yeah. Shout out to the Panthers defense. Also Stefan Gilmore got his first interception as a Panther. So shout out, shout out to the Panthers defense for that, uh for the win. Cause damn sure Donald was not doing nothing before he um got that concussion but yeah hope you hope hope you feel better donald um bills uh beat the dolphins 26 to 11 yeah sounds about right <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> i don't think nothing's gonna change yeah i mean i don't think anybody expected anything you know anything other than this besides dolphin fans for the most part like yeah you know, to uh I don't know exactly what they're gonna do with Tua. You know, I know they he had one good game, and they you know thought, okay, well maybe he can string more. But you know, at the end of the day, his 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 body of work doesn't doesn't you know shout keep me. So you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Yeah, definitely is. I'm just so happy the Jets are not the last last place team in that in that AFC East. But um, yeah, shout out, yeah, shout out to the Bills. They got that. They got the easy win. Um, Forty Niners high scoring game beat the uh, barely beat the Bears thirty three twenty two. Yeah, this was um, this was a I didn't expect it to be such a a, a high scoring game, and. Right. You know, it seemed to be pretty much a game until the, the you know the fourth quarter when um San Francisco you know put up 18 points in the quarter when you know they had 15 points the rest of the game. So <laughs> right. Um yeah, it was just it was just a good game. Um there was much needed from both teams, but San Francisco pulled it out. So shout out to San Francisco. Um Weird, weird, weird game. Um, Steelers barely beat the Browns, fifteen to ten. Yeah, this and in this game, <laughs> this game is. I said, I guess it's interesting. I guess also because of the the stuff that came out after the game with um, Odell's father making an entire video of showing. Uh, how Baker's really not trying to throw him the ball. <laughs> mm. Yeah, which is, you know, I I don't know whether if it's you know deliberate or whatever, but you do have to understand that the the Browns were doing pretty well without Odell, so I don't see them. It would be ridiculous of them, I guess, at that point to just change up the entire formula for Odell if they were successful without him. You know, I think, even though, you know, at the end of the day, he is a talented player, but I think 
they should uh it should be more of a place where they look to uh utilize him in specific ways and not have him be the focal point because like i said they did well without him right and also uh they couldn't make a trade for beckham beckham because they said nothing made sense for them which I which I could agree on because I remain I remember they made that hell of a trade to the Giants to get this guy and the guy just don't fit. Like Beckham just don't fit. So I I can actually see him maybe getting traded this offseason, if not maybe being released. Because it just seems like Beckham is that guy that you put him in the right with the right um the right quarterback and the right coaching, you know, that he could he could still be be a you know, could still be a good player. And it's not right to, you know, just to keep him, you know? Yeah. So so it's just it's just sad. But uh the Steelers barely pulled it off. Like I said, it was not another weird another weird game, but shout out to the Steelers for the win. Um Eagles Dom Eagles whooped the Colts with the Lions, sorry. Eagles with the Lions behind, 44-6. Yeah. yeah, you know, I was going to say, because you said the other thing was sad. Now, this this is actually sad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh to, think that, to think that you got, you know, beat 44-6 to six and the, the winning team had a combined... 114 passing yards in this game <laughs> and you lose 44 to 6 like oh my god you know that they, they had they had 46 rushing attempts wow 46 the eagles had 46 rushing attempts for 236 yards it was like this is like football in the 40s like <laughs> right, right. Who wins the ball this much? That you know, what I mean, and that speaks to what the hell is going on in Detroit that you can allow a team to run like this on you. Like this oh is crazy. Uh, and 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 the sad, you know, what the sad thing is, the sad thing is, is that when when Thanksgiving Day come, oh man, they got play on Thanksgiving Day. Oh Lord, against the Bears, and nobody's not gonna watch that game. So, <laughs> like, let's let's be let's be real, Kyle. Who's gonna watch that game? Like, who's gonna watch that game? The Lions maybe, are terrible. Maybe they maybe they can put that game on second. So by the time the people, you know, you get to the house, you can watch the first game, and hopefully by the time the first game is over, it's time to eat. So the, you can, eat, you know, you can fall asleep. <laughs> and then when you, you know, say when you when you, when you're done eating, then you can go back and watch the third. <laughs> oh man, that's sad. That is very sad. Uh, the lines, the lines are crap right now. Yes, that is so sad. Um, then, they're not eating enough kneecaps. So they, yes, <laughs> this is terrible. This is very terrible. Uh, this is this very terrible. Um, the Titans, um, even though they lost Derrick Henry for the rest of the season, they signed Adrian Peterson. They they beat the Colts in overtime, thirty four to thirty one. Yeah, like I said, this was this was a 
a very interesting game, you know, from both sides. They they both, you know, was going back and forth. If you look at the, if you look at the, um, you know, some of the stats, they're pretty much identical. You know, uh, yeah. Tennessee had 247 yards passing. The Colts had uh, 224. Uh, the Titans had 93 yards rushing. The Colts had 83. So, like, it was really a, a close game in terms of just them going back and forth on, you know, in all the aspects, scores, stats, everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, A.J. Brown put a hell of a performance. And the Titans, I, I feel I feel so bad for them because Henry, Henry is gone for the rest of the season. But um, I don't know what they expect out of Adrian Peterson, but we'll 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 know very soon. But shout out to the Titans for the win. Very, very, very exciting win for them. Um, Rams dominated the Texans, um, which is not surprising, 38 to 22. Yeah. Uh, I I like we all knew this was this was inevitable. Um, I think that, and the only reason they got the twenty-two was probably because you know they started pulling people, and because <laughs> the game didn't matter. It was you know, it was thirty-eight nothing, you know, going into the fourth. So the twenty-two points that they scored was just on the premise of them, you know, just putting bodies out there to to continue playing, probably from the Ram side on defense. <laughs> right. Um. Well, I, I just want to know one question, like, and people really not talking about it. Why Stafford name is not up up for um for MVP so far, other than Brady? Because right now Stafford got close to twenty five hundred passing yards, which is second in the league. Twenty two touchdowns, second in the league, four interceptions, and QBR is seventy seven point six, which is first in the league. Why is his name not popping up as, for uh, MVP? Even though so far Brady, Brady will get it as of right now. Because it's you know, it's Tom Brady and people just feel that you know he's you know the greatest thing, you know, since uh remote starts on cars and <laughs> <laughs> but I think Stafford's name should still be be on there though. Stafford definitely is playing his ass off for for the Rams. Like Stafford's name should, should pop up, but yeah, shout out to Stafford and, and Cole because they they right now are seven and one as well. This the, the NFC is getting down to the nitty gritty. So yeah, shout out shout out to the Rams. Um, Patriots, the ones you call Kyle. Patriots won, barely beat the Chargers, twenty seven twenty four. Yeah, I actually no, I I. I went. I actually went back on the the highest. I did. I think I did pick the um the Chargers to I win. Pick the Chargers. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I, I I thought that the Chargers just all around had a really just a really good balanced team, which I thought mm-hmm. um you know come out on top. But uh, I think where where the the decided factor is is those uh you know those two turnovers, those two interceptions, uh, by by Justin yeah. Herbert, so no, that's uh, you know, you can't really turn the ball over and expect to beat a Belichick team, you know. So, right, right, like if you look at the scores; it was only a three-point game, you know. So mm. that's where that came down to. Yeah, uh, Mac Jones didn't perform well, but that um, 
you know, that that Patriots defense got it done. Um, Adrian Peters, uh, Adrian Phillips actually had two interceptions, including the pick six that that, that was kind of the deciding factor for that game. So, yeah, um, Pats got the win. Shout out to the Pats for the win. Um, Geno Smith finally got his finally got his first win against the Jags, thirty-one to seven. Yeah, this guy is trying to mess up our our draft. Pick. Yeah, I know, uh, Lord. And you think he's inside of some type of starting quarterback in this league? This guy, man. But you know, honestly, you know what? At the end of the day, you can't really blame him too much. He just goes out there and plays the game. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. Urban Meyer. You know, and his his team is more accountable for this because they couldn't do anything for Gino. It's not like Gino was, you know, you know this gunslinging type quarterback out there. You know, he had a, uh, you know, he completed the same amount of fat like percentage of passes. It was like 80 something percent of his passes. He was twenty twenty four. So, like, he was he was doing his thing in terms of that aspect, but he had 195 yards. So right. with 142 of them going to lock it. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. So again, like that's on Urban Myers. Like, yo, bro, what are you doing? Like you <laughs> what type of game planner are you doing that you can allow Gino to do this to you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. And also, um, apparently Wilson might be coming back after the bye week against the Packers, <laughs> which will be a very interesting game. Um, can't wait to see that game. So, yeah, um, y'all give the Seahawks they win. So, I guess shout out to you, Gino, for your win. So there you go. But you, but you effing it up for us because because I want that top fifteen. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you messed that up. Um, Broncos close close win against the Washington, seventeen ten. Yeah, I, I like I said, I, I, I thought that Washington would have been a good enough, you know, it was a good enough team that they could have, uh, they could have won this on the road. Uh, yeah, but uh, those two interceptions, you know, probably threw, you know, threw a monkey wrench into their, their plans in terms of trying to, trying to win this. Yeah, uh, yeah, you would have thought Washington was going to do something, but. I don't know, man. It's not looking too good for them. So, yeah, shout out to the Broncos on the window. Um, the game that you called, Kyle, the Saints defense um, beat Brady Bucks 36-27. Yep, it was one of those uh, attack of the backup games. You know, Trevor Simeon, you know, former Jet quarterback, goes in similar to Geno and just does just enough, you know, to not have his team lose. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, sure. Shout out to the Saints defense, man. Um, even though they lost Winston for the rest of the year, we're gonna see how what the Saints do, but but they got the shot of being in the playoffs. So, you know, you gotta give them credit because even without Drew Brees, they still find a ways to win games. So, you know, you can't knock the Saints out. Shout out to the Saints for that, for that great win. Um, Cowboys barely beat uh, the Vikings 20 to 16. Yeah, this was, um, I would say, a typical Kirk Cousins type of situation. You know, he goes in there. Like, 
he he had 186 yards passing. Like, really? Like, we, how? The Cowboys, <laughs> the Cowboys defense isn't, you know, they're, they're decent, but not to shut you down for 184 yards, though. Like, really? Like, that's that's crazy. And you're well, at home, and you're yeah. going up against a, a you're going up against a, uh, you know, a backup quarterback in Cooper Rush. Like, <laughs> wow. Uh, you you know you know it's a problem, Kyle, when um, Dallas went without Dak Prescott. So basically, yeah. they 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 gave Dak a, a week worth of rest, and he could come back firing on all cylinders. It seems like so far that you know the NFC is, is just so weak right now, except for the Cowboys. It's, it seems like the Cowboys will get it automatically, but we still have a whole half of the season left. So until they get, I guess, ten, then you know, another four wins. I'm gonna shut my mouth, but it just, <laughs> seems, it just seems like the Cowboys got that division on lock, man. It's and it's and it's sad, you know, because yeah. when, when was the last time the NFC actually was a good division? It had to be a couple of years ago, and it's it's just not looking good right now. But yeah, it was a good win for the Cowboys. Shout out to the Cowboys for that win. And all, last but not least, uh, the con the controversy to Chiefs. Barely beat the Giants, twenty to seventeen. Yeah, I'm kind of upset at this game because this this game <laughs> this game lost me my my pool because I actually went out on a whim and and picked the Giants to win this game and they should have won. You know, from the from the penalty of the the mysterious face mask penalty that they called mm-hmm. and to the and I said I mentioned this other the um offsides play that they called on the, the, the Giants when uh, Mahomes threw the interception, like both of those calls were, were terrible and could have definitely changed the entire outcome of this game for them. You know, so I don't know what's going on with the Chiefs. Like the fact yeah. that they were, the fact that this game was even close like this speaks more to what's going on with the Chiefs than anything else. But uh yeah, I, I I was totally tight about this game because I, I, I like I said, this game would have won me my pool. <laughs> I I just don't understand. Yeah, just like you said, I don't understand what's going on with the Chiefs and the offense. Um, Mahomes twenty nine to forty eight, um, only one touchdown pass. It's, it seems like they've beaten the Chiefs. You know, they not they not. I mean, playoffs is different, but they got to get it together, man. Very soon. This is this is crazy. It's crazy just watching the Chiefs play the way how they play, and they barely a five hundred team. It's not it's not looking good so far, Kyle. It's not looking good, but good. But I'm not gonna say good win, but yeah, I guess I guess you know shout out to the Chiefs for the win. I I, I can't call it a good win. <laughs> I can't because because I'm not the last two years, Kyle. I was used to seeing the Chiefs playing great football. Now I'm just seeing ah. Uh, you know, yeah. so I, I really can't. Yeah, I can't say it was a good one, but yeah, yeah, they stolen it. So there you go. Um, uh, I guess, I guess let's get into our um predictions for week nine. Uh, that yeah, that last week wasn't great for us. Um, you had nine wins, I had seven wins. Uh, so so far, 70, you got 71, I got 
66. So, yeah, it's not. Yeah, last week wasn't good for us. So we got to pick that back up very quickly on this one, on this week. So the, so the first game we got is the Browns and the Bengals. Um, I'm going to go with the, the Bengals on this one. I think they'll have a bounce back game after, you know, losing to the Jets last week. I'm yeah, I'm going with the Bengals. Um, so even even though they lost to the Jets, that offense is still still a league, man. <laughs> like you like you cannot sit there and 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 not talk bad about Joe Burrow in that offense. You know, like yeah, they got a way better offense than the Browns. I, so yeah, I'm I'm going with the Bengals on this one. Um, Broncos against the Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the Cowboys. Uh, as I said, even though I'm saying that Dak will still be out, right? If I'm not mistaken. Hey, um, they talking about he might play. Oh, he might play. Well, that's either way, that's, that's what that's what, from what I heard. They said even though it says questionable right here. Yeah. Um, let me say, uh, Jerry Jones said earlier we have reason to think Prescott will be on the field for us this week. So. They they guarantee and because he wanted them because he was close to playing against the Vikings, but they pulled them out the last minute. But he pulled himself out the last minute. But I'm but I think he's going to play this week. Okay, so yeah, I, I I'm still going with Dallas. I think uh, you know they have enough to 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 beat Denver. You know, and then also you know with Denver, they lost Juan Miller. So yeah, <laughs> that's another you know you know. Cracking their the, the armor for them, so yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going with Dallas. So that that offense with Dak Prescott is there. The offense is elite. Um, yeah, so I'm going with the Cowboys as well. Uh, this is going to be one of our toughest decisions: Texans against the Dolphins. Um, I'm actually going with uh, the Texans on this one. I think uh, I think the Texans have surprisingly played better than you know what everyone was expecting to do in the beginning of the season uh davis mills is actually um you know came around and put together some decent games and it's as i said with miami and tua you you just don't know what you're going to get so i'm i'm going to go with houston on this one like their numbers is almost the same. Davis Mills is one forty out of uh, two hundred nine with thirteen, with uh one thousand three hundred fifty seven yards with seven touchdowns, eight interceptions, and two was one hundred three out of one fifty seven with only a thousand forty yards passing yards with seven touchdowns and five interceptions. Um, yeah, give me Mills. I'll, I'll go with the Texans on this one, even though they got the Dolphins winning this one. I'll I'll take a, I'll take a bet on the Texans on this one. Um, Falcons against the Saints. Um, I'm going with the Saints. I said, uh, I don't know what's going on with Atlanta. Like they, I said, I know they said you know Calvin Ridley's not playing at all, but the fact that they. They, they can't, I don't know. Last week, Pitts had two catches. Like, how is that possible? This guy is a right. freak of Like, you couldn't put him in situations where he's isolated one-on-one on people and whatever to, 
to try and get him the ball. Like that doesn't make sense to me. So I don't. Like I said I don't know what's going on in Atlanta. But and, the last two weeks he was doing. He had really good numbers. Yeah. The last two games before that uh, Panther game, he had really good numbers. He went what over a hundred yards per game. Yeah, yeah. So like I said, I I, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. And, and the Saints are really not a team that you you want to have those type of hiccups with. So I, I think uh, I'm, that's why I say I'm going with the Saints on this one. Oh, uh, uh, give me give me the Saints as well. To, I don't know what's wrong with the with the Falcons, but now was the Falcons' chance to make you know to um to try to make you know to try to make a name for themselves um for for the NFC playoffs. But yeah, give me the Saints. Um, Raiders versus Giants. Yeah, this one is a tough one for me. Um, I am going to go with the Raiders on this one. Uh, as I said, I know that the that the the Giants played uh, Kansas City pretty close, but um, I I think uh, the the Raiders defense is you know is better, so I think mm. they should have a better chance at at, at winning. Give, give me the give me the Giants on this one. Give me the Giants. They they were supposed to be uh, the Chiefs in Kansas City, and um, and I think and I think without Rugs being in that offense, I think it's going to be a problem for Carr. Um, even though they got they got Jacobs and they got uh Drake and they got they still got Renfro and you know and Waller. I right, give me give me the Giants. I think they're going. I think they're going to play with hunger this game. Give me the Giants on this one. Um, Patriots versus the Panthers. Yeah, uh, I I foresee uh, sightings of ghosts again, and the <laughs> Patriots coming out on top. And I said they got they got uh, Sam's number. They'll they'll know what to do with him to um, you know to to make him make all the mistakes they need him to make to get that win. <laughs> Yeah, um, I don't think Donald is playing. Um, I don't think Donald is playing because because of that concussion. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think Donald was playing. So I'm give me definitely give me the Patriots to win to win in Carolina. Um, Bills versus Jags. Yeah, Bills. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. The Bills is on a fourteen point five spread. Yeah, just just Bills. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vikings versus Ravens. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens on this one. I think the the Ravens are going to kind of be upset over the the loss they had, you know, against uh, Cincinnati, and they're going to probably take it out on the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, give me the Ravens as well. Um, Chargers versus Eagles. Yeah, this is an interesting game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles at home. Ooh. I think the Charge overall has a has a better team, but I don't know. Something tells me that as the season starts to go, the the charges are going to start to to slide a little bit. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me, give me the Chargers, but it'll be a very close game. It'll be very close. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't even want to call. I'm not going to call this game of the week, um, but I'll call it one of the games of the week. Um, Packers versus Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going with Green Bay. That's it. The the Chiefs' defense is is super suspect, so I don't see them stopping Rodgers at any point in time. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You I mean give me the Packers as well? Um, yeah, they were, they got this one even. Um, no 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 kind of spread on this one, but yeah, give me give me the yeah give me the Packers, man. And, and yeah, Rogers, Rogers basically is still going to try to um, I guess let them let let the other teams know that they that they coming, they coming, they coming. So yeah, give me the Packers. Um, Cardinals versus Forty Niners. yeah, this is a this is an interesting one, and I think I'm going to go with the 49ers on this one at home. Like I said, I know the Cardinals are seven and one and, you know, top of the division, but that's a, that's a division rivalry game. So I think that to me, that kind of negates all that other stuff. And then that's it. I think San Francisco is going to, um, going to beat them, but it's going to be a close game. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking the 49ers as well. The Cardinals always struggle against them, especially Kyler Murphy. And I don't even think Murphy is playing. So yeah, if Murphy don't play, then 49ers, but I still got the 49ers winning this game. Um, 49ers need to win this game. And Guapolo is healthy as well. So, yeah, give me give me the 49ers for this one. Um, game of the week, Titans versus Rams. Yeah, this one, I think it would have been a better game if they had uh, Henry. So. Yes, yes, it definitely would have. But, yeah, so, yeah, I'm going with the, the Rams on this one. Yeah, I'm definitely going with the Rams. I really don't see Adrian Peterson really doing much. And there's no – like, if it was like the Vikings, you know, Vince's AP, then, yeah, I probably would have went with the Titans. But I don't see them really doing nothing on this run game. So, yeah. And the Rams got better defense. So, and yeah. Stafford is better than Tannehill any day. So, give me the Rams on this one. And last but not least, um, Monday night game, which is the Bears versus Steelers. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> this should be a play. one of those weird scenarios. You don't even know which one to choose. Yeah, this the, this game should have been a flex game. They should have changed this from a Monday night game to something else because. <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this. Uh, Chicago just really, they're, they're not a good team. Not to say that the Pittsburgh is this, you know, astonishing team themselves, but Chicago just has so many deficiencies, you know. And, you know, Fields, he's, he's showed flashes of stuff, but I don't think it's going to be enough to for them to win on the road against Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going with Pittsburgh. Um, I think, I think what's going to make it, uh, the Bears, the Bears actually have decent defense. It's just, it's just the fact of the matter is that what, 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 what kind of offense are we going to see from the Steelers this week? Like, uh, 
I don't like every week is so questionable for me. Like Ben Roethlisberger got okay. Ben Roethlisberger got a thousand seven hundred eighty-one yards with eight touchdowns and four interceptions. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, at, the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's uh, they they're going to have to feature you know Najee Harris and just have him be you know the driving force of that team. You know, they, like. Ben needs to realize, okay, you know, he, he still has a little something in the tank, but it's, it's time to um retire. Yeah, this is last year. Start, you know, packing it up and just moving forward, letting the team move forward. And, you know, I guess with the, you know, with the younger guys, it's the, to start getting them seasoned for, for years to come. <laughs> yeah, I think it's time to, um, to look for uh, look for the franchise quarterback, um, maybe in the draft. Um, who knows? Because because when was the um, who was the quarterback before Ben Roethlisberger? Since it's been so long, was it Cordell Stewart? Um, geez, Louis, Joe. yeah, that's it's one of those questions you think about you're like Ben Roethlisberger has been there for years who was the starting quarterback before Ben Roethlisberger and the only thing I could think of was Cordell Stewart unless if it was that guy that used to play for the Lions too what's the name Bats Charlie Bats some shit like that let me see oh yeah I remember I remember uh, I remember Charlie Bats yeah, yeah. Hold on, bring it up right now. It was holy crap, Tommy Maddox. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because Cordell Stewart um was nineteen ninety seven to two thousand two. Ben Roethlisberger was two thousand four, and you said it was Tommy Maddox. Yeah, Tommy Maddox. Wow. Yeah, he was there. He started one year, and then they they drafted Ben in '04. Wow. Yeah. The wow. That's. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm speechless, but I, yeah, that's that's how you know it's time. And yeah, it's time to end our episode, man. Um, that's <laughs> it for our episode, man. Please, um, I, man, I don't even know what to say. Um. That's it for our episode of NY Just Fans Podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast. You can also follow us on Facebook, uh, Facebook group, NY Just Fans. And got close to 400 members on there, Just Fans only. Um, we do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we're taking flight.